Before we jump into the episode, I just wanted to take a moment to celebrate. Today is number 25, episode number 25, and I am thrilled. I'm so excited that I stepped into fear in June and decided to move forward and actually do this podcast. This is something that was a goal for me for quite a while, and then I actually put in some steps in place, a goal that I put in place to be able to start and move toward it, and here I am, 25 episodes in, and I could not be more excited to celebrate. I want to personally thank you for coming in, tuning in, and listening. I appreciate you coming each week and listening, and I do hope that what I've shared so far has been helpful to you. I am just honored that you would take the time to listen each week, and I'm so excited as we continue to move on together where we'll grow. So I hope that you're enjoying our time together, and let's move on and start talking about what we can create in 2024. Hey there, and welcome to the Flourishing Health Podcast. My name is Stephanie Book, and I am so excited to have you join me today. I am so passionate about helping others see their lives beyond where they are right now. Those places where we feel stuck, where we don't really see the true identity of who we are and who God has made us. So, I invite you along in a journey to not only work on our health physically in our bodies and learn ways to take the temple that God has given us and live it out well, but also to help with that mindset piece. Help us really learn to identify who we are in Christ and all that we are equipped to do. So many of us rely on what our thoughts tell us, and a lot of those times, those thoughts are just not true. They're just thoughts, they're emotions. And so we're going to explore that together, how we can create a new outlook for a full life. I'm so honored that you have taken time to listen to me today, and I hope that through my past experiences of what I've learned, and the things that we'll continue to learn together, we will grow and help you see the chance to flourish in your life. Thanks so much for joining us, and let's move on to today's episode. Hey there, and welcome to the Flourish and Health Podcast. My name is Stephanie, and I am so glad you are here. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe we are heading so close to the end of the year. Thanksgiving is over, and now everything is full force Christmas, and focusing on all that is to come for the new year. I'm excited about the possibilities of a new year, and I think all of us get excited about that. But I think that there's ways that we can better prepare ourselves for what is ahead. I'm not talking about making resolutions or specific goals that have any weight or meaning behind them, but being able to create a process that allows you to prepare for the year and look ahead to all you want to accomplish and see completed. So since we want to prepare for the time coming in 2024, I want to focus on this for the rest of our time together in 2023. And I'll have a little bit of Christmas thrown in there too. I really wanted to focus on the different ways that we could prepare ourselves for the new year. This goes far beyond just having goals or things that you want to see in your life. Yes, we we might have some goals too. Goals like, I want to lose 20 pounds, try a new hobby, or I want to, you fill in the blank. We might write down some things we want to do at the start of the year, but I want you to start now. I want to encourage you to start planning now before the beginning of the year and so that we can really think and take the time to really think through all the things we want to do and have an action plan with measurable goals set aside. 
These well-thought-out goals will allow us to create the habits to actually help us complete them. So over the course of the next several weeks, we're going to talk through how to prep and plan for the year ahead. We'll talk about some of the tools that you can use to do that from a planner or like a, a goal planner or other tools that might help you get organized. We'll talk through different ways to create goals, how to do them, and how then to implement them. We'll talk about creating the habit so we can actually see things get done. And we'll talk about how to measure what we've created and completed through the year. Plus, we'll take a little bit of time to actually dream, to really go beyond what we think we want to do and go beyond and maybe even make a few bigger goals. There's a quote by George Bernard Shaw that says, People expect too much of one year and too little of ten. I want to help you find a way to move toward creating healthy habits for your life, things that you want to see coming in the next year and have them be measurable, realistic, and manageable. I want to help you implement your goals and create a process and a system so that you can be at the end of the year and be able to say, wow, look at all the things I've done. I want to teach you how to look at all you've created, make space to measure what you've done, and then learn to review over each week, month, and even quarter. Now, this is something I have worked a lot on and I continue to work on. I'm still working on systems to make sure I'm getting the goals I'd like to complete done. However, I have seen when I take the time to measure and to plan, it is so profitable. When I have a reason for each of the goals and have the small habits to make them a reality, the success is so much more visible. So before we move into all the talk about setting our goals for the new year, we want to first talk about why we set goals. Let's talk about why we should prepare ourselves for the new year. We want to create goals beyond those resolutions that come and go those first couple weeks or days each new year. Usually people quit on their goals quickly, and I believe that the goals that they create can be changed to see more results. In an article I read by Fisher College of Business, it says, researchers suggest that only 9% of Americans that make resolutions complete them. In fact, research goes on to show that 23% of people quit their resolutions by the end of the first week, and 43% quit by the end of January. Now, there's even a National Quitters Day, which falls on the second Friday of January. No wonder many people don't even set goals for the new year. I know many people think there's no reason to even set a goal because they expect to fail. I don't want to do that for you. I want to help you create goals and expectations for your year in a way that's going to be measurable, in a way that's going to help you see the changes that you want to see. I want you to be able to see the progress and celebrate it. I want us to be able to look at what we've done at the end of the year and celebrate the growth we've made. We'll be able to be in celebration of everything we've created, but also get to look at ways that we can improve or look for more ways of understanding or be curious and stop that blame and shame and guilt feeling and just really get to change what we want to see for the results at the end of the year. So let's dive in and see why it's important to plan for the year. What is it about planning for the year that can be so freeing? Yes, it may take some time to write down your goals, to reevaluate and then evaluate again and look at all the things that are important to you and figure out how you can create the momentum for the goals to happen. There's all different kinds of planners and ways to do this. I, I've always loved a couple different systems that help me with the creative process and we'll talk about that in weeks ahead. 
what I'd like us to do is just help us look for areas and decide the key areas of life that we want to see the change and improvement so that we can plan it. When we understand why goals are important, why we want to set them, the values that we have in place to move us forward, it's going to make the whole process better. Now, we want to make sure that we have something clear so that we can move forward to what we want. You know, it's like our never-ending to-do list. If we continually just write all the things down that we want to do from our brain and expect to get them all done in one day, we know that's not going to happen. So we want to switch that and have a honed-in list, right? A way of specific and measurable goals that will move us toward what we want, to move us away from feeling overwhelmed and like we haven't achieved anything. I, I want you to have a freeing sense at the end of the year. You know, we're going to help you set up a system of evaluating what's important to you, you know, what the values you have that you hold dear, that mean something to you, and that drive you forward to the things you want to create. So here are my top six tips on why goal setting for the new year is important. Once we understand the importance of goal setting, it will help us be successful in actually writing them and achieving them. So the first one is to have direction and purpose. Goals provide clear direction and help us focus our time, energy, and resources toward what is important to us. In Luke 14, 28, it says, For which of you, desiring to build a tower, does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it? Or Proverbs 4, 25 and 26 says, Let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. Ponder the path of your feet, then all your ways will be sure. So having direction and purpose is definitely one of the main reasons for setting goals for the new year. Number two is motivation. When we set goals, it motivates us and creates a sense of purpose and a pathway to achieve them. Our motivation inspires us and causes us to have a better commitment to complete what we have set before us. Now, motivation is a key part of goal setting, but it cannot be the only factor or or our goals, you know, they'll fizzle out. I don't want your goals to follow the same pattern as the statistics we talked about earlier. Proverbs 16.2 says, People may be pure in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their motives. You may think what you're doing is good, but if your motives aren't right, the deed is dead. Or in Jeremiah 17, 9, it says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? This verse tells us that the heart is deceitful. You can't trust your heart. We can be fooled by our motives. So we want to make sure our motivation is pure, that it's clear. But we also want to make sure that we do have some. So we want to have direction and purpose. It provides motivation and clarity. Number three, when we have our goals and they're defined and connected to our values and aspirations, we are more focused and have a better result. Clarity is key in our goals and it helps us as we write them down to become more clear, to have more clarity. Proverbs 21.5 says, the plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. Or Proverbs 13.16, every prudent man acts with knowledge, but a fool flaunts his folly. So we want to have goals with, that give us direction and purpose, motivation, clarity, and number four, we want them to be measurable. When we have set up ways to measure our progress, we are more apt to get things completed. 
Plus, measuring our progress will allow you to celebrate your progress along the way. And this is so important. We don't do this often enough. When we measure, it also allows us to see areas that we can improve and allows to create a sense of accomplishment. In Proverbs 27, 23, it says, Know well the condition of your flocks and give attention to your herds. In Proverbs 14, 8, says, The wisdom of the prudent is to discern his ways, but the folly of the fools is deceiving. We want our goals to be measurable. And when we set goals, then we have a way to look at them and measure them, right? So goal setting allows us to have direction and purpose, motivation, clarity. We can measure them, see our progress, and it gives us focused attention. Focused attention. I know it sounds a little bit like clarity, but it's a little different. Our goals allow us to prioritize tasks to allow us to complete things more efficiently and prevent us from wasting time on things that do not matter. In Proverbs eleven fourteen, it says, Where there is no guidance, a people falls, but in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. And in Proverbs sixteen three, Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Our focused attention when we set our goals will help us clearly move toward what's most important and see the change that we want to see. And then number six, growth personally. It's my favorite. When we focus on our goals, it allows us to step out of our comfort zone, causes us to grow personally, stretches us beyond what we think we could achieve, and allows us to learn new skills. In Romans 8.28, it says, And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. In Proverbs 19.21, Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. As we walk through this, we can see clear reasons why goals are important and what the benefits are of looking ahead and planning. We want to make sure that our goals are aligned with our values and we are connected with what God wants for us. But it's important to look ahead to see that the areas that we want to grow and then make a plan and move toward the things we want to create. We don't want to just sit around and hope things are going to happen. That's the definition of an insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over again and expect different results. Setting goals and looking ahead to what we want to create for our future is so important. It gives us direction and a purpose. It helps us move toward a flourishing life like I know you want to live. I want you to live a full and flourishing life and to do that by creating goals that are measurable, actionable, and specific. I would love for you to take this week and just think about why the goals are important to you. What is it in your area of life that you would like to improve on? I don't want you to start writing the goals just yet. I mean, you can, but really just focus on why this is important. What would your goals create in your life? If you were to improve in the areas of life that come to mind, how would it impact it? I know it's so important to really look ahead, and I hope that you have a better understanding of why goals are important and why it's good for us to look ahead and prepare for the things that we move toward in the future. As always, I so appreciate you listening in, and I hope you continue on with our series, Creating Actual Goals for Your Future, for the coming year in 2024. Think about how awesome it will feel to be walking in the new year with a great set of goals, an action plan to put them in place, and to measure them. I look forward to hearing you celebrate as you move through the year, recognizing and acknowledging the growth you've made. Thank you so much for joining me as we walk towards this life of flourishing. 
I appreciate you taking the time to listen and would love, love, love for you to take a moment to subscribe to my podcast and maybe even leave a review. Likes and reviews like yours will allow my podcast to be seen by others and hopefully help them as they walk through their own journey of growth. So until next time, please remember that you are amazing, my friend, and you are meant to live a life full and flourishing. Take care.